there are certain skills I think people need to have. Yeah, okay, so the first right. one's really people skills. Yeah. I think you really have to understand people to be a good chief marketing officer. It's a little bit like being a great uh, psychologist or a psychiatrist in addition to being a marketing leader. Right. Welcome back to another episode of More Than Marketing. I am your host, Arsha Mirsha. I am joined by Jeff Gulcher today. Jeff Gulcher, I'm going to let you do the intro, but first I'll say, you know, over two decades of experience marketing, uh, most recently out, you know, playing kind of outsourced chief marketing officer. I know you've been in-house, you, or no, you've been, you had your own agency. I've done a little bit of everything. I've then, worked on the client side. I've worked on the agency right. side. I've had two different kinds of marketing agencies. Right. Um, the last four years, I've been essentially an outsourced chief marketing officer for right. companies, which gives me a pretty unique experience. That's the most. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. That, well, we'll get into it. But that's what I find most interesting is you get that unique experience. You describe it. I'm sorry. I, no, it's okay. I mean, you you know we we've worked together on many projects. I'm you know about me well. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I think what's really interesting is I get to come in from an outside perspective, work with these companies, but really as their chief marketing officer understand what happens inside the company. So I'm on the client side um, because I'm representing them, but in the same way as my agency mentality also exists and I'm able to take things I've learned on the agency side and really apply them inside multiple companies Mm -hmm. um, that I happen to be working with at the time. And in that process, really learn what it takes to be an excellent CMO um, as well as just a good agency person and a good leader. Yep. I love that. And I think that 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 perspective I mean, obviously, it's very unique, but it's also very valuable to to the clients you work with. I imagine because you don't, you're not. I hate. I don't know how to say this. You're not jaded by the by the potential politics. Correct. If I have to say Correct. it that way, right? Um, and so, obviously, you can come in and you can talk uh, marketing strategy and uh, you know, and even full circle strategy, how marketing talks to sales and service and all that. Uh, but you can also talk organizational structure. Correct. Hey, you know, you can also give candid feedback on team members. I don't know. I mean, Correct. Stuff like I, I, get, I really get, I can get involved in coaching and mentoring yeah, staff. Right, right. I coach and mentor leadership. Right. Um, I'm able to bring people together that wouldn't normally have a reason to come together yeah. and talk across uh, divisional lines. I have no incentive other than um, creating happy clients. That's it. Uh, and so I'm able to really uh, do things a lot differently than many other full-time marketing people and full-time staff members yeah. can do. Um, but I'm part of the company. I'm not an outsider like an agency would be. Right. Um, so it really does give you uh, nice points of access to everything that goes on um, and provide solutions that go way beyond just marketing. So with that experience, you have graciously put together a list. Of, I have a list. You got a list. I have notes. I'm <laughs> cheating off my notes. It's okay. It's okay. No, but, I, but it's really good content because, you know, everyone, if you're a director of marketing, what is your growth potential? Eventually, you want to be a CMO, Correct. right? So I'm hoping that this podcast is reaching, you know, marketers out there everywhere, okay? And and you, with your experience, can can with this, you know, list of five things every CMO should uh, know or do or understand about themselves. Uh, working title, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really good content, and and I love to get into it. So it's great. So 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 tell me, number one thing, you're so, a CMO. I did put together five things because I do think that you know people think in, in chunks. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, my experience both working with CEOs um, and working with directors of marketing is there are certain skills I think people need to have. Yeah, okay, so the first right. one's really people skills. Yeah. I think you really have to understand people to be a good chief marketing officer. Um, and the biggest thing is you've got to be a good listener. 
Yep. You really have to be able to relate to both people um, above you on the hierarchy and also um, people that report to you. Yep. Um, understand their needs and what their wants are. It's a little bit like being a great uh, psychologist or a psychiatrist in addition to being a marketing leader. Right. Um, you've got to liaison with other departments. You've got to work up and down the food chain. Yep. Really having those people skills and understanding what motivates people, it's all really critical it to being a good leader. It is because it's you're not you're not going to work by yourself. You're not going to work in a vacuum. Um, you're going to talk to different departments. You're going to talk up. You're going to talk down. You got to be able to lead people, manage them, coach them. Correct. Uh, all that, and and also you know deal with different personalities. So, undoubtedly, very important skill, uh, people skills for you know, number one on the CMO list. I don't know if it's. The I, order I or would not, say I would say number one is people saying, skills. I don't that, think yeah, you can be see, a good marketer go. without great people skills. Yeah. But I think most of us do that. And I think the second thing that you really need is great business skills. Yes. Um, you really have to understand yes. the business that you're in um, yes. from the ground up. Yeah. Um, that may mean going on sales calls. It may mean spending time with manufacturing and yes. operations. Yes. I think knowing how marketing fits into an entire business operation um, is an often underrated part of what makes a great CMO. Yeah, definitely um, crucial. Crucial if, to know that. And if you can't reach across, again, you've got to sort of report back to your CEO. You've got to keep everybody happy. Your marketing can't exist just to win awards. <laughs> right. um, it can't exist to have a TV commercial on at the Super Bowl that you can point to and say, hey, that's ours. Hey, we did that. Um, it's got to drive sales. It's got to drive revenue. Yep. And it's got to be focusing on the right thing. So I think really understanding your business top to bottom is critical for any good CMO. And could could marketing also help with um, uh, the, the, the delivery or the service of the product or service? They can help create right. happy customers too. Right. Oftentimes. In fact, um, we, we talked about something um, – you know, sales, marketing, service, all these things really do fit together yeah. to create a satisfied customer because at yeah. the end of the day, your customers become your biggest advocates. Yes. Um, your brand isn't what you say it is. Your brand is what they say what it they is. What they say it is, exactly. And well uh, these are these are, these are are things as the digital revolution sort of has come uh, and gone at this yeah. point. <laughs> right. um, these are skills that we had to learn as a marketer. So yeah. I do think that things that you learn um, as a marketer, things that you might learn as pain points in the sales cycle, yeah. often uh, funnel back into the customer service aspects of what you do. And the more you can solve the departments of the problems of other departments yeah again understand the business you can become a better CMO. exactly i love it and then you gave a really good example which i want to reiterate which was sitting on a sales call right yeah. it's like see that sale or understand the sales process otherwise whether it's sitting on a sales call or, or whatever um I love that. Yeah, I think I, it's brilliant. I think you gained so much insight doing that. I definitely agree. I've had clients where I've actually gone and sat in a home watching right. someone try to make a sale, and while painful and awkward, I really learned a <laughs> you lot. Learned about, a lot yeah. about the, what makes that company. And then you move. can take that and move. On. So yeah. that's number two: yeah. business skill, uh, business skills, understanding the business uh, and how marketing fits in, how marketing can help all the all the departments. Number three. Number three, um, a broad marketing understanding, online, okay. offline, yeah. understanding different channels. So right. I was very lucky. I started my career in direct mail. Right. Um, I then moved into uh, understanding direct response television. Mm -hmm. I understand brand television. Mm -hmm. I got a chance to do brand advertising. Mm -hmm. um, then as digital became a channel, I started first back in, in the days of banner ads. Mm -hmm. Um, and understanding sort of the broad digital marketing and, and how traditional media was was done. Right. Um, and now, you know, it's social media, it's, it's AdWords, it's really all of those things. And by understanding all those different channels, as a CMO, you can really develop good strategic solutions yep. that don't rely on any one channel. Um, for instance, I've learned for some clients, uh, your digital spend is really uh, your digital results are really affected by what you're doing in on television. Yes. Yep. And so understand that media mix, that media marketing mix. mix yes. It's not uh, just a world anymore where people are shopping in one channel. You've got to really do it all. 
you know I agree. I love the media mix. I love to see how the different channels touch uh, one another. I love to look at attribution and see if we can, you know, solve that mm -hmm. or otherwise find uh, patterns in, in attribution so that we can, you know, leverage leverage those channels and, and deliver the right message on the right channel at the right time. I also think, and I'd love to get your, your thought on this, is like measurement. When right. you when you try to measure one channel, it's it's not you can't measure every channel by by you know cost per acquisition, cost per lead, or or ROI. It's not fair, right? Right. Every, display, every channel's got its own set of metrics. Exactly. Um, and looking at them all together and building what I call a market budget model, okay. where I can take I different marketing like channels. So a market budget model essentially is a is a fancy Google spreadsheet. <laughs> um, but essentially, what you're able to do is you're taking different marketing channels and you're putting them all in the same uh, spreadsheet okay. to be able to track different um, costs, mm -hmm. different costs per acquisition. Mm -hmm. Um, for instance, we, I, I did one early in my career where I was able to manipulate the marketing mix on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. Do we need to be more efficient? Do we need to drive more sales? Right, right, uh, right. Because that, that, that's a zero sum. It's not always a zero sum, a zero -sum game. game. Yeah, you no, can't, you can't always be efficient. You can't always be um, as Just effective drive. as you want to be. You yeah. can't spend as much as you want. You've you really have to experiment find that too. Yeah, absolutely. And find the balance. It doesn't. You, you don't just find it overnight. I like this spreadsheet. It makes sense. Yeah. You can track it. You know, maybe month by month and see. You know what fluctuates and what have you as you change exactly. your medium mix. Uh, but there's so many there's so many variables like like the creative, for instance. Right. But that's right. to but your that's point of number all three. All fits into the market budget model. Yeah. Is really sort of looking at all those things and, and knowing what are the different factors that that can attribute to campaign success or ultimately campaign's failure. Sure. No, it makes sense. Um, number four. And it and it's and it's huh. fine. It really ties right into number four, which is yeah. curiosity. Sure. I think you have to be curious. I think you can't be a good marketer without yeah. wanting to know why and how. Yes. Um, and sometimes that's where again a market budget model, I can put all the numbers in front of me, but I really have to be able to yeah. have the questions of going, well, what does that number mean? And how did these numbers interact with one another? Yeah. Um, what are the variables I can isolate and what do they mean? Right. And, and what are the new forms of marketing out there? Because marketing's always changing, right? Always. I mean, you see that in your world all I the time. I see it all the time. All the time. And uh, yes, all the time. We were talking about the example of uh, Gillette and Dollar Shave Club, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. hey, Gillette almost had a monopoly on the market. I mean, I'm not whatever you want to call it, but it was, you know, they were expensive and you had to go to the store. Dollar Shave Club comes around and they're like, hey, we'll just subscription model. So like, right, well, that worked for our business. Somebody right. had to ask that question. Someone had to ask, exactly, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and so that's, that's good. So curiosity around, um, New channels, new platforms, even right. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Snapchat wasn't a thing four years ago. That over twenty-five years of marketing, understanding the impact of different channels, right. and not being having to understand what new channels are. Mm -hmm. Snapchat's a great example. Snapchat comes out. Everybody says you've got to be on Snapchat. We've got to do some Snapchat. Pinterest. Oh, I remember that. One. I've it's yet like... to find um, there. There are brands that need to be active on Snapchat. Sure. Um, as a direct marketer, I always want to know what's my cost per acquisition. Right. I want to know the numbers. And how's that? Me? How's that and channel? How's helping? it help my business? Right. So, so being able to really investigate all these things and understand which ones are right for you, you have to be willing to experiment. You can't still live in TV, yeah. magazine, and newspaper world as right. a marketer. You're, you're not going to get very far. Totally, um, totally agree, man. Totally got to be curious. You got to be curious around channels, about platforms, about um, the competitors. Yeah, you got to be curious yeah. about creative, uh, you know, everything. You just have to be a lifelong learner, I think. And, I and, and not be afraid to ask tough questions when sure. you need to, I think. It also yeah. fits into it. Um, yeah. And I guess the, the really the last thing that so I if think. You're, yeah, so I think, let me tie it together, right? Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. curious uh, and if you understand the business, and if you're taking the time to understand <laughs> the business, uh, and uh, 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 <laughs> you uh, 
you have the people skills, then you can be a. I think you can be a change agent. Yes, and I think look, it's one of it's, it's a it's a very popular phrase right now, especially among um, the business community. But mm-hmm. this idea that as as the chief marketing officer, you can be a change agent. Right. Um, you understand people. You understand the entirety of the business. You right. built those relationships. Right. You understand your customer base. Yep. Um, and you're curious. I think you can really affect change inside of an organization. Yeah. I think you look about the emerging workforce, um, and it, it's a very different workforce than I came into. Um, And it's a different workforce than my father came into, who's Mm -hmm. still active in the workforce. Um, And being able to make those changes, I remember when um, my father struggled with an idea like Casual Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and what do you? And if I'm wearing suits to work wow. every day, now what do I do? Right. Um, and while for for my generation, that was just well, we don't want to wear a suit every day. Why every can't day? we come to right. casual? Why can't Friday? I have some jeans on to a Friday? now oh, being able day. to understand. Everybody wants to come to work in jeans every single day. Yeah, every single and day. So, so and have your dogs at work, for instance. Right. right? There's a dog here. From, it's great. Yeah. It's great. And work from home, right? Um, and I think what you can do as a, as a marketing officer um, mm-hmm. is you really have the ability to sort of take these things and go, okay, how do we turn this into a positive for our company? Right, right, right. How do we create the structure and the boundaries that lets people um, express themselves right. um, and lets people feel comfortable? Because ultimately, you have to give people a place to work where they want to work. I agree. Um, and I think a chief marketing officer, more than most times a finance person or an operations person um, or a technical person can really come in and help connect these dots um, yeah. and create a company culture that you can be proud of. You're, you're, that's brilliant, Jeff. You're, you're making me think of another uh, example where understanding the business, the, the CMO can help with recruiting too. Can Absolutely. Recruiting, can help Absolutely. With, you know, uh, expressing the, the culture of the, because uh, that, that's a, that's a persona. That's a, you know, sure. That's someone that you're trying to reach as a it's as another a CMO. it's another target audience. It's another target audience. Thank you. That's um, in fact, I, I just did for. I just did a series of recruiting videos for a company yeah. that weren't about that's here's what the too. job is and right. here's what the tasks that are required. Here's what you do. It's why but it's us. really about right why us. What right. kind of a person wants to work here? What yeah. do those people like about about life? And and what do they get out of this job that go beyond just the spreadsheets and the numbers and the the sales process? Yeah. Um, Goes back to your point there. of knowing the business and what the business needs. Absolutely, you might be a CMO at, at a company. And, and sales might not be your problem. It might be fulfillment is the problem. How can I, as the, as the CMO, come and change, uh, you know, the exec team's uh, uh, you know, view of, of, sure. of the marketing to say, hey, we can, yeah, we can, sure, we'll keep helping, you know, bring the leads in, uh, but we can also help with fulfillment too by Getting, I don't know, recruiting, for example. Absolutely. Just there's a, there's, example, there are all know? sorts of things that go yeah. into um, building a company, and and the CMO should really be at the center of it all. I think it's they have a seat at the exact at the you know at the leadership table. They, right. They need to be at the center of it all. Right. And, and I don't think you can live um, and succeed as a business anymore in something that's very siloed. Yeah. I think you really do have to bring people together. Um, and I think most companies, that's one of the things they look for their CMO to do. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I did not go to business school. I do not have an MBA. Um, and I often either. find that these things, you know, companies say, well, I've got to have a Harvard MBA yeah, yeah, for my yeah. CMO. Right. And, and the reality is that what you need is somebody that's curious, that understands people, yeah. that can get to know your business, yes. that um, understands marketing and isn't afraid to advocate for change. Yep. And I think if you have somebody with those characteristics, yep. that goes so much further than any coursework, book learning, um, or degree will, will do for you. You know I'm going to agree with that wholeheartedly. I'm not not to knock on the MBAs. That's great too. Gives you that foundation. But at the end of the day, you got to learn by getting your hands dirty. And I completely agree. How can you know uh, all the different marketing channels if you haven't if you haven't right. touched them and, and, and seen them in, in action? So love. It. How can you manage people? from reading from a book, right? Eventually you're going to have to, you can bring those theories and do it. So I'm with right. you, man. You know, I agree right. wholeheartedly. So 
this is really good, Jeff. I really appreciate your time uh, and 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 this uh, perspective you bring. Um, it's it's fantastic. I, I know that you have this unique perspective. I know that you've seen you know, you've worked with us uh, and with you know uh, clients, and you know you know you know what it takes. You've done it yourself. So. Thanks. Appreciate you coming on and, and doing that. Thanks for having me. I hope to be back soon. My pleasure. Thank you all out there. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Jeff Golsher, jk-squared.com. Uh, put it in the description and all that so we can find you. Find some new friends. Fantastic. I'd there love to meet them. That's what's up. <laughs> cool. Thank you all out there. Take care.